Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care. In today's episode, Michelle and I talk about superfoods. Are they a superior food choice or are fads and marketers leading us astray? Should we be combining them into our diets? Our special guest is Nick Adamson, an accredited practicing dietitian who has vast experience in chronic disease management and healthy aging. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Nick. It's great to have you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And we've all heard the term superfoods. It has been used in excess over the past decade on labels, in magazines and on TV. Is there such a thing as a supreme food that deserves such notoriety? That's a tricky one. It's a little bit yes and no. So superfoods are a thing but probably not as we know them. Um, So the original term superfood, it comes from the University of Washington in America, um, and it was a researcher there that came up with the term to help uh, in grading our nutrient-dense whole foods. So sort of the things like fruits, veggies, oily fish, that kind of thing. But it was uh, enterprising marketers who began labelling. I was going to say, those marketers are involved, aren't they, Nick? (laughs) Yes. Um, So yeah, they began sort of labelling everything from chocolate to juice as superfoods. And, you know, some of those foods can potentially have nutritional drawbacks that would outweigh their benefits. I'm all for a fad, so I am <laughs> loving this topic. I have been sucked into many a superfood fab over the uh, fad over the years, Nick. Yes. So we're here to bust some myths. Can you tell us your favourite superfood myths and what is fact and what is fiction? My fingers are crossed that dark chocolate, a love of mine, is not a myth. But I just want to say Michelle also eats copious amounts of dark chocolate. <laughs> it's a superfood, Kylie. It, is it, Nick, though? It, uh, it is. No, we, <gasps> we love chocolate. Um, no, dark we love chocolate. chocolate. Dark not milk chocolate? chocolate? Both, yeah, both chocolates. Oh, both chocolates are fine. Good. Everything's fine to eat. Everything in the right amount, moderation, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, no, but um, the first one I think I'd like to talk through is, is just what is a superfood? So, you know, we hear the term superfood, mostly through marketing, but just to bust what it actually is. So in reality, I think a superfood uh, should have a really high nutrient density. So um, really rich in health promoting products, oh sorry, really rich in health promoting nutrients, um, vitamins, minerals, omega-3 fatty acids, that kind of thing, um, without overloading the body with too much, say, saturated fat or refined sugar or, or salt or components that are sort of linked to poorer health outcomes. So to Kylie's point, um, <laughs> salmon, blueberries, spinach, they're all really high on my list. While unfortunately dark chocolate, it is high in antioxidants, but it's got a heap of that saturated fat too. Oh. So not on my superfood list. But in in you know in saying that, like we said before, all food works. Um, you know, chocolate certainly fits as part of a beautiful, healthy, balanced diet. Yeah. So Nick, is there a superfood that's going to keep me young? Because I'm on the catalyst here. If I don't get on board with it soon, it's going to be too late. There's not, unfortunately. <laughs> we will. We'll, I have what about all, salmon? Salmon is amazing. Certainly fits the criteria because of all the omega-3 fatty acids. And, and, when and they're you look good at, for youthfulness. Uh, they are good for youthfulness. Mm-hmm. When you talk about that sort of thing, we look at um, places in the world that we call blue zones. And these are populations with a much heightened life expectancy than most of the Western world. And, you know, the highest uh, proportion of um, population over 100. Uh, yeah, omega-3 fatty acid rich Foods like salmon, like seafood, are, are really high in their diets. Unfortunately, I don't like seafood, Nick. Just salmon. No, I don't even like oh. salmon, to be honest. But can you take supplements? You can to get those omega three. You certainly can. And if you okay. don't like the if you don't like the salmon itself, mm. you know there's there's uh, omega three um, 
fatty acid pills you can get, tablets you can get, even krill oil as well. So fish oil, krill oil. Okay. Yeah. So they're worth taking. Yeah. Even 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 um, green algae uh, is a is a supplement that um, that vegans look to if they're not a fan of taking fish oil or krill oil. I'm writing that down, Michelle. Green right. algae. There you go. I could look Sounds ten years younger. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what about kale? Because in the last couple of years, you kind of go to every it's cafe. It's all about the kale, isn't it? It is. That one's one of those ones that is just very well marketed. Right. Um, in terms of... It's had uh, a good PR job. It has. It? It's, yeah, its PR agent mm. deserves a raise. Yeah. Um, when we look at just something as simple as baby spinach... Um, compared to kale, it has a much higher nutrient density, but we don't celebrate it as much because wow. it, it hasn't got the same PR company. It tastes better than kale. Too. I know, I love baby spinach, but I hate kale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. winner, winner. That's right. Baby yeah. spinach is a, Thanks, is a great one. Um, yeah, I think the other the other thing with superfoods as well that is worth noting is that we want those, um, those superfoods to have a health-promoting or um, protective uh, mechanism outside all of the other types of um, foods in their food group. So a good example of that would be, say, something like Greek yogurt with all of that beautiful, healthy um, probiotics, the good gut bugs. Um, that's pretty unique in the, the dairy food group. So you could sort of say Greek yogurt. So that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. That's great to know. That yeah, we try and incorporate that at home. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. a bit sour, but you with can berries. kind of get berries some berries. And- Get the blueberries going on, yeah. yeah. Nick, can I throw something at you talking Absolutely. about blueberries? Yeah. Um, what about that myth that <laughs> everything that's purple? That you know that, that myth that, you know, if they're purple carrots, they're better for you. What's the myth with the purple? Yeah, and, and sort of red foods, you know, yeah. those sort of um, bright-coloured foods are meant to be Yeah, bright-coloured yeah. foods is actually a really good example. I think if you want to talk about nutrient density and grading superfoods, as we sort of said, um, the bright, the more brightly coloured the, the fruit or the vegetable or the food, the the higher its nutrient concentration. So when we're talking, go back to our spinach example, if you smush spinach leaves in your fingers, they're going to be really green and vibrant. Where kale leaves, you're not really getting too much from that. Same sort of thing with your blueberries or your beetroot. So those foods oh, that are beetroot really... beetroot must be yeah. fabulous for you. Yeah. And potatoes have got nothing, clearly. Well, just different but nutrients. I potato was a superfood. Hey, it's it's full of fibre, it's yeah. full of vitamins, full of minerals. Okay. All our whole foods are superfoods, that's for sure. Okay, yeah. no, nothing processed. You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. So can I just, since we've gone completely off the question. Down, down the rabbit very hole. <laughs> What about like some of those old-fashioned things like castor oil and apple cider vinegar? Are they superfoods? Because castor oil has been having a resurgence lately. I don't know if you've noticed, Nick. I have, and they're certainly not. Apple cider vinegar as well. They've just got great PR teams behind that them stuff every morning for years oh you can stop now can i yeah this is pretty vile yeah as is castor oil. yes yes apple cider vinegar no good no good gross and so you know like given this is a seniors podcast like yeah. a lot of our listeners would have had a, a tablespoon of castor oil, oil yeah shoved down their throat every morning it's yeah. pretty hard stuff to digest yeah, and not not that good for you. No, it's it's not one of those things that there's too much scientific evidence showing that it actually promotes good health. What about coconut oil? Because that that was very massive and popular for a while there for brain health and. While we're going down the rabbit hole, um, <laughs> coconut oil again has had a, a great PR team Absolutely. behind it. Absolutely. Um, the story behind coconut oil. Um, yeah, it is great for your skin. Oh, yes, I, I, I used Sorry. to. Yeah. <laughs> The scientific research behind it is on the fence. There's a little bit saying uh, 
saying that it does have a lot of uh, positive health benefits. There's some saying not so much, but the PR job that is the more fascinating job in the coconut oil story mm-hmm. because it's when we go back to things like refined foods like bickies and, and cakes and things, things that contain palm oil, um, that is a very big industry in the food industry, um, they obviously get palm oil from palm trees, which also grow coconuts. For years, they were throwing these coconuts away yes. as waste really? and then decided one day to put somebody in charge of marketing, marketing coconut coconuts oil. to create <laughs> yeah, to create a, 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 a market for, for coconuts. It's Yeah, that was a bit of an interesting one. And Nick, to get the health benefits of some of the superfoods that you talked about, the salmon and the vegetables, how much of them do we need to eat and how often? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. We often overcomplicate nutrition and really there's no – trick to it the best way we can get you know our nutrition benefiting our health is fairly simple we just want to base our nutrition uh, around a variety of fruits and vegetables uh, whole grains lean meat dairy and try not to overconsume the refined and um, processed food so basically you're saying stick to that sort of healthy eating whole foods that's exactly right and a lot of it is eating like our grandmothers and grandparents fathers would have years ago that really simple not processed cook your own yeah that's absolutely right there's there's very little evidence in terms of scientific literature that will show us any real benefit of one particular superfood but we have a stack of evidence showing what the whole food balanced diet will do for us and and that you know, it can be anything from healthy aging to chronic disease prevention. We've got a stack of evidence for that and not very much evidence for a particular superfood, but it's just that the superfoods have a, a great PR team behind them yeah. to pump them up. And yeah. I think we've certainly overcomplicated things in yes, the food world, absolutely. haven't we, over the years? For all your aged care needs, choose Anglican Care, where every moment matters. So, Nick, if you're cooking superfoods or, or good foods, uh, do they lose some of their super qualities if you cook, boil, microwave or blitz them? This is a really important point to talk about, um, especially for our seniors, because cooking any of our foods will change um, the structure of them and change how our body digests them, absorbs them, extracts the nutrients, that sort of thing. Um, a couple of really good examples, one of them really important for seniors that be listening to this podcast, meat. Cooking our meat actually um, denatures the proteins a little bit, which makes it easier for our body to digest and absorb, um, mm. which is, is, is very useful. But the important one for seniors is boiling vegetables. When we boil our vegetables in a pot of water, all of the nutrients tend to leach out into that water, which we then throw away and eat our vegetables. And we're sort of throwing out all of the, the beautiful, healthy nutrients that so we, we wanted. So you better to steam your veggies. Yeah, that's exactly right. If we now, can steam those veggies and lock the nutrients in, we'll get so much more benefit from it. This has just raised something in my mind. Remember that whole activated nuts <laughs> uh, <laughs> movement? Peter, uh, old friend Pete Evans, yes. <laughs> yes. Is that is there any validity to that? There's actually not, no. There's oh, no really? scientific okay. there's no I never got into validity. it because it's very time-consuming. No, <laughs> we don't need to activate any of our foods. Um, okay. All of our foods, all of our whole foods actually come with, you know, all of the nutrients, uh, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, everything that our body needs to both break that food down and absorb the nutrients already built in. So eating almonds, for example, mm-hmm. you're still going to get lots of benefits just all... eating an almond. Yeah, you don't get... have to activate your almond. No, nope, you don't okay, have to do anything goodness. to them. We'll get all the benefits from just eating them normally. Okay. <laughs> so Nick, you're a dietitian. Do you have any personal favorite, uh, well, we call them superfoods yeah. that you kind of have in your in your weekly shop? Um, not particular superfoods themselves. I have a pretty simple nutrition philosophy and that's, it's a very uh, 
unexciting message, but it's 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 the age old one. Try and get your two serves of fruit and your five serves of veggies in each day. Try and choose your whole grains where possible and drink plenty of water. And coffee. Coffee is also great. <laughs> and a little bit of dark chocolate every now and then. Absolutely right. All <laughs> of these superfoods, every food fits in well and truly within um, within our diets as long as we eat it in the right amount for us. It sounds so doable, doesn't it, Kyla? It does. It yeah. sounds so simple. I don't know why we get so distracted from that philosophy. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. yeah. Marketers. All those marketers. Those bloody marketers, yeah. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle and I, you know, we're in the I marketing know. team, Nick. <laughs> the, the marketing team. <laughs> We just need to market the right food message that we need to do. <laughs> so finally, Nick, if seniors who are listening out there find themselves eating much of the same meals each and every week, what small changes do you recommend they bring into their trolleys and meals to add some super to their bodies and improve their overall health? Yeah, I love this question. This is one um, that I get quite a bit uh, with with a lot of the, the consumers and the seniors that I work with. Um, we get so stuck in what we do. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest message I like to, to get across is um, – Try and eat the rainbow. Um, add that little bit more color to your trolley or to your plate. So, you know, work towards some simple swaps. They don't have to be all at the same time, but, you know, little things like swapping white bread for wholemeal or whole grain bread. Um, you know, swap some red, fi- some red meat for some oily fish. Swap some of your standard white potato for some orange sweet potato. You know, change the colors of your nightly vegetables. Don't stick with the same, you know, the same green broccoli, white pumpkin and um, orange pumpkin change it up. Yeah, I think it's it's so easy to get into that habit though of eating the same things, isn't it? Even if you try one thing different each week. Make that a goal. Expand your repertoire. That's it. One different thing in each shop or each meal and it's it's, it's much more manageable when you think about it as individuals instead of I need to change everything. But I think the, the biggest message for seniors that we want to get out there is it's all about maximizing the nutrition in every bite. Your food doesn't have to be super. It doesn't have to be amazing, but just try and maximize your nutrition in every bite. That's what's going to keep you aging well and keep the chronic disease away um, longer term. Oh, great, Nick. That's thanks. Uh, great advice. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we have a little special lucky dip for all of our um, special guests. Oh, Nick's is rattling. I can yeah. hear it from over here. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like horse tablets. It, does, it probably it? is. So can you open that and tell I us can. what it is, Nick? It's it's all in line with our ethos of I healthy well being and aging. You bought this one, so I, I have did. no idea what it is. Well, um, it's rattling, so. <laughs> ah, it's uh, Echinacea six thousand five hundred cold and flu support. Now, do you do you think they are a good thing, Nick? I'd have to have a look. Okay, I'd have to you have can a look. have you can report Maybe. back to Michelle and I later if they're if they're good or not. I okay, <laughs> thanks, Nick. That Thank was you great. Very much, we guys. really appreciate your enthusiasm and knowledge around foods. That was great advice. We look forward to chatting to Julian Payne in our next podcast. Jules is a financial planner who is going to explain pension loan schemes to us and who is eligible to access them. That's a fascinating topic, Michelle, I do not know a lot about. Do you have any topics you want Kylie and Michelle to discuss? Get in touch by emailing letstalkseniors at anglicancare.com.au.